guys, welcome back to the Faith Seed. I'm so honored to have you guys back with me yet another week. Guys, we are still in the fruits of the spirit, but we are so close to being done. I can smell the end, but it is bittersweet because guys, I just want to be a little transparent. Towards this time, the ending time, I've really come to learn how to study better. I've come across a website that gives me so much more information when it comes to Hebrew translation, when it comes to Greek translation, when it comes to picking apart the word, you know, comparing it against other translations. I have really come across some really good information, guys. And it's like, it's getting better towards the end. And I thank God because that just shows the growth and that it shows that he's really working in this but it's almost over guys we have one more fruit to discuss guys and that is going to be self-control and that will be the last one for this season but it's okay because I will be back again and when I come back guys it's going to be something totally different um, I do plan on having a guest with me next time but it's just going to be a little different the way I come at you guys. It's not going to really be at a teaching standpoint. Trust me when I say I'm still going to be giving bits and of nuggets and information, but I want to come off just a little different next time. Um, so just bear with me that I'm still trying to figure this thing out, but I just want to go where God is leading me the way he is leading me to go guys. So it's, if it seemed like I'm switching up a little bit and things is changing, it's not me guys. I'm just following the spirit. I'm just following the way God wants me to go the best way I can, you know, just as long as I got him, I'm good. But before I get in depth with what we're talking about this time, which will be gentleness, I want to apologize about something that I did with faithfulness that I realized with this new website that I've come across. When I look up a certain thing, it tells me how many occurrences this thing has in the Bible, how many times this thing show up in the word. So when I was studying faithfulness uh, last week, when I was studying on this new website, when I looked up this thing and it showed occurrences, I was like, oh, so this word, which was rabbi, uh, rabbi, um, I thought that it meant occurrences, but it was telling me that it occurred in the Bible certain amounts of times. So I'm like, wow, because I've noticed it when I searched as I searched through other meanings of things. Um, I was it showed me that it occurred in the word that many times. So I'm like, so it wasn't meaning occurrence. It meant that's how many times it occurred in the word. Guys, I had a I had a slow moment. Forgive me. But I just wanted to let you guys know because I did put that in as a meaning of that word that I was talking about during faithfulness. But that's it was just telling me how many times it occurred in the word. So I wanted to come in and correct myself on that because um, I, I don't I don't. This is not a place where I want to be leading people in the wrong direction. I don't want to give out the wrong word because I understand that there's a, a greater you know, God holds people up to a high standard that is teaching his word. And I take that very seriously, you know, so I don't want to be telling anybody the wrong thing. So guys do forgive me. Just understand that I'm still learning. This is a process. God is working in me and he's, he's, you know, he's, he's correcting and he's, he's cleaning and he's fixing and he's teaching and he's showing and he's allowing me to really recognize and see a lot of things. So I wanted to got, hit you guys with that before I got into 
gentleness. Um, so I do apologize. Please forgive me. So first and foremost, gentleness, that's a fruit that us as Christians is supposed to be displaying out in the world. We are supposed to be displaying gentleness out in the world. And at, of course, the first thing I I like to do is to look up what gentleness mean, right? And there were multiple meanings, of course, of the word that I found. The first one I found was mildness, excuse me, mildness of manner, way, manner, meaning way or demeanor or disposition, nature or character. So you're displaying a mild, excuse me, guys, I just woke up. So, you know, cold is all over the place, but gentleness is showing a mildness way about yourself or demeanor, or you could just have a mild nature or a character about yourself. It's just like, that's just the way you are in person in nature in character. You're just a mild person, right? Gentle. Or you can display that type of way. You could show a, a gentle, a mild way or a demeanor towards someone or about yourself. Another one I found the quality of being kind, tender, or mild mannered. Now that kind of went along with the definition, the first definition with that mild manner, or also the quality of being kind or tender. So when you're being gentle to someone, you're also showing a kindness and a tenderness, right? For whatever reason. And then number three, I found it's softness of action or effect lightness, lightness. Now, just in those definitions alone, we all know um, Christ is a gentle character, right? He, if, if he has to be a gentle character, he has to display gentleness and mildness and kindness and lightness because he is telling us that these are fruits that we supposed to have. Now the fruits come from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit come from Christ. Christ is from God. So it's trickled down to us. Obviously these has to be the characteristics of Christ, right? Because we behold the Holy Spirit, right? So this is the way he is. And if this is the way that Christ is, obviously this is the way God is, right? This is the way God is because God, Christ is only going to display characteristics of his father, right? And it's all going to trickle down to us because we're his children. So us showing and displaying a manner of kindness or gentleness or lightness towards the world or to people or ones around us, we're just displaying Christ-like behavior. We're displaying the character of God when we show gentleness, a, a, a mild behavior or a, or a gentle character or a mild manner about ourselves, we're just displaying a character of God, a characteristic of God. And of course, he's only going to want us to show what's a part of him, right? He wants us to have a Christ-like lifestyle or live a, in a Christ-like way. So of course, it's going to be in his way. He want us to be more like his son. So, and his son 
is an exact replica of who he is. So he just want many me's. He just want many me's. And just like a lot of all of these fruits, displaying these characteristics or gentleness has the ability to change an atmosphere. Because if you have someone just coming at you rah, rah, rah in any old kind of way, just being irate or loud and obnoxious or whatever the case may be, and you're coming calm and collect, that can change an atmosphere. That can change the tone of, of, of the other person when they see that you're just being gentle and meek and mild. That will change the way that they come in a situation. Well, that will make them feel a certain type of way about the way they're acting because they see that you're coming in a certain manner, right? So just let's remember this characteristic, just gentleness, this mild mannered behavior is a characteristic of Christ, which is our savior, which is who we need to be like, which is also connected to the father, which is his son, which we are little mini me's of him. So we're displaying his character. And also remembering that this gentleness, this spirit has the ability to, to change an atmosphere, to change a heart, to change a room because God's spirit is changing. It's changing. So I'm going to get into a few verses that I had written down about gentleness that stuck out to me that I thought was just so good. And before I get into it, give me one moment. I have to turn on the light because it's getting dark at four o'clock. <laughs> so just give me a moment. Sorry, guys, had to record the pause, uh, the recording for a moment, but I'm back. But I'm going to get into the verses that I jotted down. The first one that I wrote down is Colossians 3. That's the first one we're going to go to. And I'm going to say it like I always say. Do not forget to write these verses down so you can go back and read it for yourself so you can see what the Lord give you. You never know what the Lord is down, going to download in your heart and your spirit and your mind and your soul that he's not putting in me and share it. I'm here to learn like you guys are learning, like you guys are receiving. I want, I'm, I want the same thing because like I said, we're forever changing. We're forever in this in this cultivating life, you know, this seed is growing daily, daily, daily. So whatever you guys get, share it with me, please. There's a comment section, share it with me. You know, I would love to hear or see what the Lord gave you, you guys. So I'm going to be reading Colossians three, and I'm going to read verse 12 through 17. Now I'm going to focus on verse 12. But I'm going to read verse 12 and 17 because it has so much information throughout those, those uh, verses. And it reads, <clears throat> and I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it says, now the verse, the title, I'm sorry, of what I'm reading is Character of the New Man. Character of the New Man. Now, we already know we're, we're new men, right? As in human, you know, as people, as in a, a person, we're new once we're in Christ. We're new creation. You know, everything that's passed away that was old is gone. We're a new creation. We're a new creature. 
right? We're going to find out about that in this part here. And gentleness is in it. Let's find out. It says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness. Now, that's that word we're going to focus on, meekness, because in a lot of translations, instead of it saying gentleness, you're going to see meekness. Meekness and gentleness is the same thing. If you look up gentleness, if you look deeper down into the definitions, like hit like a little arrow and it shows you other like words that's similar to it. Guess what? You will find meekness. That's our focus word. Meekness, long suffering. We remember long sufferings is what? Patience. Bearing the bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful so much in that so much in that right but i'm just going to focus on 12 elite we are god chosen people us who are in christ who accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior and just know without a shadow of a doubt, I can't have a, a close-knit bond with the Holy God without having Christ as my Lord and Savior. We are God's elite people. We are supposed to be a holy people that he loved, right? And we must clothe ourselves Clothing is something that is not already on us like skin. Skin, we already have it, it's on us. It, we don't have to put it on. But clothing, we have to put on. It's not already on us. So he's telling us to clothe ourselves with tender hardness, hearted. With tender hardness, soft and, and mercies. Giving people, showing people mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness. That's something we have to put on, guys. Our human nature does not have these things. Outside of the Holy Spirit, it's not easy for us to just display these things to people on a daily basis, especially people that we may feel don't deserve it. But even for those people, we must put it on. Meekness, patience. Be, have the ability, and, and guess what? When I looked into the word meekness, I dug a little deeper because when I looked into it, gentleness, there was a, a, a meet, uh, another definition and it was meekness. I looked into meekness and guess what? Quiet, gentle easily imposed but I think quiet because sometimes just being quiet is enough 
I know y'all felt that. Sometimes just being quiet is enough. Now, sometimes you do have to speak up. And, and, and I don't know exactly in the word <clears throat> where it speaks on that, but it's in there where sometimes, you know, you, you have to, um, oh, I can't think of it right now, guys, but you have to tell people about the word, the word of God. <clears throat> I can't think of it verbatim, but it's in there. Sometimes you have to d explain about the word to people, but sometimes you just have to be quiet. Sometimes you have people coming at you in a manner that makes you ready to, to show the other side of you. But even in the midst of that, quietness is enough. Quietness is showing that meekness about yourself. It's showing that gentleness about yourself. And that gentleness only comes from Christ, the Holy Spirit that's in us. We have to be willing to display it. Even in those times when it's tough, we still have to display it. So much else in there about bearing one another and forgiving one another because we already know if we don't forgive, we can't expect to be forgiven. And that's in the word too. If we can't learn to forgive, don't expect to be forgiven. And I don't know about you, but we need forgiveness every day. Every day we need forgiveness from a holy God that we disappoint. Maybe not in deed, but in word. Maybe not in word, but in thought. We need forgiveness every day. We need his mercies every day. And he said his mercies is new every day. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for that. Moving on to 1 Peter. 1 Peter. And I'm going to be reading from chapter 3 again. Chapter three, again, first Peter, and I'm going to be reading through verse. Well, actually, I'm going to concentrate more on verse 15 and 16. That's where I got my notes from 15 and 16. But I'm going to read 13 through 17 because like like the other one, so much information there. But I'm going to focus on 15 and 16, starting at verse 13, reading from first Peter three. 13 through 17. Now the chapter of the, the, I'm sorry, the title on this section here that I'm going to be reading suffering for right and wrong. Now that alone right there lets me know that, okay, I can suffer from doing right. Now we all know there's consequences. You could do, you could suffer from doing wrong, the wrong thing. We already know that, but you mean to tell me I could suffer from doing the right thing. But watch what God says about it. Watch what God says about suffering for the right thing. We're going to get into it. 13 through 17. First <clears throat> um, Peter 13 through 17, but I'm going to concentrate on 15 and 16. It says, and who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, catch this guys, catch this. But even if you suffer for righteousness sake, you are blessed. And do not be afraid of their, their threats, nor be troubled. 
but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness there we go guys meekness we also always remember meekness is another definition for gentleness with meekness and fear verse 16 having a good conscience that when you defame you i'm sorry when you defame you as evil doers those who revile your good conduct in christ may be ashamed Wow, I was just trying to figure that out, not even knowing that that was one of the verses right there that tells us about what we have to do. Sometimes we have to speak up, right? Look, I'm telling you guys, God is awesome. Those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed for it is better if it is the will of God to do to suffer for doing good than for doing evil and guys i was messing up a little bit on that so that's why it's very important for you guys to read these verses for yourself but guys that was so good that was so good instead we must worship christ as lord of our lives always be ready to explain it i'm sorry i was reading my notes so wrong we must worship Christ as Lord of our lives. If someone asks us about your hope or our hope, which we know Christ is our hope, he's what we're looking forward to as a believer, always be ready to explain it. Always be willing and ready to explain Christ to someone. But do this in a gentle and a respectful way. We must always remember to do this in a gentle and a respectful way. And we also have to remember that we don't want to be caught up doing something we don't have no business. You don't want to be caught up doing something you don't have no business because when it's time to explain the hope that you have or or why you are Christian, you don't want nobody looking at you like, oh, well, I just seen you doing doing this and I seen you doing that. Or I heard you say this and I heard you say that. Because at that point, they have a reason. They have a reason to not to trust or to believe or respect what we have to say because they done caught us up in something. You want your conscience to be clear because it's when it's time to explain the hope that you have. You don't want people to have so much against you to where they don't respect what you have to say. You want to have a clear, clear conscience. And then when someone chooses to come up against you, you don't want to give them a, a right or a reason to come up against you. That's why I said you want you want those evildoers or the people to slant, that slandered your name to not have nothing negative to say. Now, if you have old stuff and stuff that you want to talk about before I was a Christian, by all means, please do. Because what God say, we are a new creation. We are a new creature. Them old things done passed away. Behold, we are new. And you don't want to give people a reason to have some, have things against you. But he said, for those ones that is practicing holiness, that is practicing righteousness, 
and you have people that come up against you that slander your name and defame you and talk down on you and talk about you and have so much to say negative about you when you know you're doing what is right when you know you're making the right decisions in christ when you know you're walking in the spirit and you have people coming against you he said you are blessed you are blessed and what is there's nothing better than being blessed from a holy god and it don't always have to be things it don't always have to be things guys peace of mind is valuable peace just peace of mind alone is valuable so just always remember and I get it and I understand we're living this life. We're not going to be perfect. I get it. And that's not what I'm saying to always cross your T's and dot your I's. And I get that because I don't want to make people feel like they, they're bound, you know, or I, I, I get it. I'm not saying that. But if you are doing everything that you can do in your Holy Spirit to walk in a Christ-like manner, Walking in the spirit so you don't gratify or satisfy the desires of the flesh. And you have people coming up against you. You are blessed. Why can we say that? Because the word says it. And the word is truth. You are blessed. It might not seem like it because you have people coming up against you. But guess what? God says it. And anytime it's, you need to explain the hope that you have within you. Don't be ashamed. You do it. And don't give yourself to be a reason to be ashamed because I have lived a time in my life as a Christian that when you're doing a living unchristlike and you have people that need you to show that Holy Spirit and to display a certain to to be show a Christlike behavior, but you're afraid because you know that you haven't been living right. That's shameful. Because you know you're not where you're supposed to be. Don't allow the enemy to bound you. And don't allow your flesh to bound you either. We have the power and the authority through the Holy Spirit to live this righteous life. We just have to fight. We just have to fight. And we can do it. We just have to fight. Don't allow your, your flesh to bound you from talking about the hope that you have within you because that's the only thing that keep us from doing it is sin in our life that's the only thing that can keep our mouth shut that's the only thing that can keep our mouth shut and that's sin in our life get rid of that sin whatever that is it'll be like firing your bones you won't be able to shut up and if anyone feel like the need to defame you slander you talk down on you it's a blessing and guess what that battle won't be yours that battle is the lord's because guess what they only coming up against you because christ that's in you it's not you it's christ that's in you moving on to the last verse that i have and that is going to be Galatians 6, 1. Galatians 6, 1. Let 
Galatians 6 1 I have here in my Bible I don't turn to Ephesians <clears throat> so give me a minute I'm going to turn to Galatians 6 1 and the title of this is bear and share burdens bear and share burdens now that one there that was that's sweet that's sweet but I want to talk about what it says Galatians 6 1 brethren now, remember when we see that brethren or um, beloved, you know, when we see that it's talking about us Christians, right? So us us who's our, who is in Christ. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, sin, trespass, translated sin, you who are spiritual restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness now this time it didn't use meekness it used gentleness but we also know that gentleness is also um can be translated as meekness but do it in the spirit of gentleness considering yourself lest you also be tempted i'm going to move on bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work. And then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. Now, when I was reading this, I was like, it's like it's saying one thing and then saying another. Because at one moment, it's like it tells you to bear other other people burdens. And then on another point, it says, bear your own. So I'm like, what? what, what I'm, I'm like, what, what are we saying here? We're, we're saying two different things here. But let me go through my notes with you. <clears throat> Brother, sister. Brother. If another believer, you notice that another believer is overcome by sin. We have the authority through the power of the Holy Spirit. Us who are godly, the words say, us who are spiritual, you can't be walking up in the flesh thinking you're going to put somebody in a place. You're not going to be walking up in the flesh thinking you can put somebody, and I'm not going to use that word, put somebody in their place, but you're not going to be able to help someone get back in a spiritual way, in a spiritual manner, if you're not walking in the spirit. You're not going to be able to do so. You shouldn't do so. But it says you who are spiritual, you who are godly, should gently and humbly with the meekness with a tenderness, with a softness, with a, 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 a mild manner about yourself. You help bring back or you help reinstate or you help repair or you help mend that brother or sister back to that Christ-like state. 
you help rehabilitate because I had looked up that word. I had uh, looked up that word restore. And that's where I got when you restore something, you bring it back something to its original state. You reinstate now you when you restore something, you repairing something. When you restore something, you're mending something back together. When you restore something, you rehabilitating that thing. And he tells us, us who are in a spiritual way, in a godly way, who are walking in the spirit, we have to help that brother, sister be restored back to their Christ-like or their back, back to their spiritual way. He tells us to bear one another's burdens and to fulfill the law of Christ. But before I go uh, move forward to uh, the second verse, he tells us to consider ourselves less. He said, consider ourselves, be careful. When you're considering something, you're, you're carefully thinking about it. You're considering, you, 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 you carefully thinking about that thing. He said, carefully think about yourself before you go into that thing because guess what you can fall into the same temptation you can fall into the same temptation and thank you lord and that comes to an understanding of mine now that we have to be careful because if we're not walking in the spirit and we're not sure that that we that the lord want us to do what he's telling us to do, you can fall. You can find yourself trying to help a brother or sister and you'd be done fell right into the same temptation they done fell into. You have to make sure you was right and the Lord is leading you to do so. Because if you are not, and if you're not careful, you will fall into the same temptation. We as people can sometimes think <clears throat> highly of ourselves. We can sometimes think real highly of ourselves when we are able to help someone out. Right? Let alone in any old kind of way when we can help someone in a financial way or, you know, help put food on somebody's table, something like that. But it, even spiritually, when we are able to help someone in a spiritual way, sometimes we can think highly of ourselves because what? We're human. And he said, we have to be careful. We can't do that because guess what? It's not us that's doing the work. It's Christ. It's Christ in us. So when we find ourselves bearing someone else's burden or helping someone in, in a in a place that is hard for them you can't think highly of yourself because it's not you it's Christ in you that's doing the work that's doing the transformation we can't get lost in what we're doing because we always have to remember that it's Christ that's doing the work in us that's allowing us to even Want to have a heart to help someone else. 
So we can't boast and, and, and think highly of ourselves when we're out here doing the work of God because it's not us. It's Christ in us. And we can't get caught up in other people burdens. That's what that verse is saying when it's telling us to we have our own loads. Yeah, you bear your brother and sister burden if that's what God is leading you to do and make sure you do it with a, a, a gentleness and a meekness and a kindness in a softness way. But don't boast about it. Don't think highly about yourself because you can fall. But also don't get caught up in, in what everybody else, everybody else's burden, because guess what? Brother, sister, you got your own load to bear. So you, yeah, if God is leading you to bear someone else's burden or to help them along in what they're going through, by all means, do it in a gentle manner. But don't get caught up in it. Don't get caught up in it and start getting so big headed because guess what? You have your own load to bear. You have your own load to bear. So that's, that's where I was getting confused because it's like you're telling me to bear other people's burdens, but then you're telling me to carry my own burden. No, you help someone, but don't get caught up in it because you have your own load to bear. It's a balance. It's a balance. Be willing to help someone, but don't forget about yourself. Because sometimes you forget about yourself, you can get caught up. Because we, we run in a race just like everybody else is running a race. We're fighting this war just like everybody else in, 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 this, in this world and that us who are in Christ is fighting. Don't get caught up. Remember, you got your own load to bear. You got your own burdens. Balance. Balance. I hope you guys got so much out of this because I'm telling you, I I received so much from it. Um, even as I was going through it, he was downloading in my in my in my spirit. But I hope you guys got so much out of this because I did. I hope you guys was blessed with this message. I hope you guys understand that all these spirits that I'm talking about, all these fruits of the spirit that I'm talking about. We cannot display guys without being connected to God and without being hooked up to that vine, without being hooked up to Christ, without being connected to the son, we, we can't display any of this. All these fruits come from the spirit. So remember that when you find yourself struggling and lacking and being unable to display it, remember that I have to be hooked up to Christ. I'm struggling with this because I'm not hooked up. I love you guys. I hope you guys were blessed with this message. Next week when I come back, guys, we are going to be talking about self-control, which is the last fruit of the spirit and I'm so excited but I'm it's bittersweet but it's okay because I'll be back again for another season but you guys be blessed I love you all and I'll be back again next week be blessed until next time mm -hmm.